today's episode, we cover the importance of shoulder blade movement and how lack of it can impact your shoulder to the point you feel deep, uncomfortable pain in your shoulder when you try to do movements above 90 degrees and movements overhead. Stay tuned and thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Thompson. Welcome to Everything is About Your Health, the podcast. I believe one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to be open-minded to learn, to learn about different professions out there in the world that links to your health, either directly and indirectly. For instance, I operate a manual osteopathy and cold laser clinic in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. For those not familiar with manual osteopathy, it takes a holistic, whole-body approach to healthcare. It uses manual, hands-on techniques to improve all aspects of the body, including the skeleton, joints, muscles, nerves, circulation, connected tissue, as well as organs. Internal functions like metabolism, respiration, and reproduction can also be improved without the use of drugs. Here at Heat Therapy, Holistically Elite Active Therapy, we utilize BioFlex cold laser units to help accelerate healing on a cellular level. It is a light-based technology proven to be highly effective in the treatment of musculoskeletal problems and wound healing. We have had many success stories with this technology. People have avoided surgeries, reduced and eliminated medication, and reduced or eliminated all sorts of pain. So please, join us on this journey as we interview all sorts of professions and how they link to your health, either directly and indirectly. Did you know that your shoulder blade and the movement of your shoulder blade can heavily impact how it affects your shoulder in terms of an impingement. So what do I mean by an impingement? It's when you have a difficult time lifting your arm typically above 90 degrees and you feel an uncomfortable pain kind of deep inside uh, the shoulder joint, the glenohumeral, and typically, and not always, again, like this is just speaking generally here, this is not diagnosing you, keep in mind, I have maybe never seen you, you may have an impingement of, of maybe your supraspinatus muscle, your infraspinatus, your teres minor muscle, for example, okay? So, when doing this, or you even maybe have a bursa as well. But now, again, like I said, lifting your arm over 90, what is going on mechanically with your shoulder blade? So let's just exclude the fact that your glenal, your um, humerus and your glenal humeral joint is moving well. So, okay, perfect. And then let's exclude the fact your collarbone on the inside, um, so that is your SC joint where your clavicle, your collarbone, comes into contact with your sternum. And the other side, the outer side, is where the end of your collarbone comes into contact with your shoulder blade. So if you palpate on top of your shoulder right now, so if you find your collarbone, everybody knows where their collarbone is, and you keep following the bone out to the point you feel almost like a shelf on your shoulder, and if you keep palpating off, you would fall off your shoulder. That is the acromion, which is the shelf flat part of the shoulder blade. 
So right underneath there, if when you're lifting your arm, especially over 90, you feel a little bit of a pinch, it could most likely be a tendonitis thing of one of those muscles that I mentioned earlier. You can maybe have a bursa, but you know, don't forget that you may also have a tear and there could be other things going on as well. So as usual, and as you already know, make sure that you get checked out by a healthcare professional so that you can get a proper program to retrain yourself. But now let's say it's your shoulder blade that's creating the issues for you because it's not rotating up completely. And I just made a YouTube video about this as well to help encourage that upward rotation of the shoulder blade, which would therefore help increase that space from the humerus to that acromion part of the shoulder blade. So this, the tendons under there don't get squished basically. Okay. So things um, revolving around that to improve that upper rotation is you want to make sure you have good mobility of your upper thoracic spine, especially being able to squeeze your um, shoulder blades together as well as space them apart and really allow your back to open up. Okay, this is just going to prep, warm up the area. And then you also have to consider the different muscles that could be limiting this upper rotation. So the biggest one here would be tightness within your lats, okay? And studies have shown that when you just stretch a muscle, you're mostly stretching the tendon aspect of the muscle, which is great, but that also means you want to add in a foam rolling component or some sort of tennis ball release of the actual muscle itself so that you are treating that muscle because with that new study, we are just stretching the tendon, not necessarily giving um, attention to the rest of the muscle. Okay, so two things we said so far. You want to make sure you have mobility of your upper back. So you're almost able to squeeze a sheet of paper between your shoulder blades. And then you're able to spread your shoulder blades apart and really feel a stretch in between both of your shoulder blades. And then you're going to go in there with the foam roller number two and work on releasing the lat on that side. So basically for that, the lat is that big V-shaped muscle in your back that attaches from your tailbone and the tops of your anonymous bones. So your big hip plate shaped bones in the back, and then it will travel up attached to the bottom lower ribs. It will attach to the bottom corner of your shoulder blade, and then it will come across and attach into the arm there. So if, because it attaches into the bottom of the shoulder blade, that bottom corner, if it's excessively tight, it's not going to allow for that corner to um, nicely wing out and rotate upwards to give that nice space under the acromion to make sure your tendons aren't being squished. Okay, so those are those two. And now, what is one of the major muscles that does upward rotation of the shoulder? And that is the serratus anterior muscle. In that YouTube video, I go over two main different exercises. One that's the most easy and is more of a level one is when you're on all fours or say you even can't because you have bad knees, then you just kind of lean over onto um, a chair or maybe uh, the arm of a couch if that's too much to lean over completely on a chair. 
And now you're on all fours and what you're going to do is keep your elbows straight as an arrow, okay? Do not bend your elbows. And now what you're going to do is allow your shoulder blades to come together. So you're squeezing your shoulder blades together as if you're trying to hold a sheet of paper between them. And then you squeeze and push your shoulder blades away from each other, almost as if you're trying to, um, try to, like, to curl in almost on your sternum. So you're on all fours here. I'm just gonna put my phone down so I can hopefully explain it better. Hands flat on the chair or floor, whatever you're on right now. You first keep your elbows straight. Now allow your chest to sink closer towards the floor. Squeeze your shoulder blades together, okay? And now you're going to push your shoulder blades away so your shoulder blades are separating and you are squeezing and almost kind of like trying to round your upper back, so to speak. Nothing crazy, but you're just trying to imagine and think of a cue that would help you separate your shoulders so you're working on that serratus anterior muscle. At no point in time, especially if you do have an actual impingement, a tendonitis irritation, a burst of one of those structures underneath that acromion of the shoulder blade in the shoulder, you want to make sure that everything that you're doing is pain-free. So think about a cut on your arm, okay? If there's a cut on your arm, what do you do? Well, you just let it heal, right? You don't move the cut around, you don't stretch the cut, you don't dig your finger into the cut, right? You don't, you just let it heal. Well, you have to think of the structures, um, especially into your shoulder or really any injury, especially like a, um, a ligament sprain or a muscle strain, you want to let those heal without irritating them because that will just prolong your recovery. So now, if that one was good, then you can try another one that is also really good to help encourage that upward rotation of the shoulder. And that is, again, utilizing um, foam roller. So you get a foam roller, and I do explain this in my YouTube video, and I do demonstrate in the YouTube video. So if you're having a hard time visualizing it, you can go over to that YouTube video, and I will include, um, or it does include, serratus anterior activation in the title. So you'll be able to go and take a look at that. But basically, you start with the foam roller against the wall. You take a nice uh, solid lunge. So for me, I put my right foot in front, my left foot straight in the back, my knee in the front on the right is a little bent. Okay, so that sort of um, lunge, sort of triangular position. Then the foam roller goes against the wall. I just lift my elbows a little bit in front of me. My wrists come into contact with the foam roller and I'm pressing the foam roller, pressing my shoulder blades apart, trying to press that um, foam roller into the wall as much as I can. And now I press and I glide the foam roller up along my forearms and I'm pressing my shoulder blades away and I'm imagining my shoulder blade is just um, beautifully turning up onto my ridge rib cage gliding along and opening up the space in the back. And I do that nice and slow and hold that for a few seconds as I'm pressing into the wall and I gently come back down, 
procrastinating the entire time, then I take a little bit of a rest. And then I do that again and I keep repeating. So those are phenomenal exercises to also work on the serratus anterior. But the reason why I love the foam rolling one is because it also helps to work and um, work and simultaneously coincide the upper fiber of trapezius and the lower fiber of trapezius. So these muscles are called a forced couple. What a forced couple, uh, forced couple means is when these muscles contract, even though they basically do opposite movements, so for example, the upper trap that attaches into the top of the shoulder blade and into the base of the skull, if you imagine that line of pull, right, tug of war, well, that shoulder blade would be pulled up towards the neck and right? up towards the base of the skull. And because the inferior fiber of traps, the lower fiber of traps, attaches to the bottom corner of the shoulder blade and to the lower aspect of the thoracic spine, so kind of close to the bottom of your rib cage on the thoracic spine, it pulls the shoulder blade down. But when these, these movements cancel each other out, it creates an upward rotation, okay? So imagine if you have a hard time visualizing how that even makes sense, Imagine you're in a swimming pool and you're just floating around in one of those little donuts, okay? If you move one of your arms forward and one of your arms backwards, you spin on the spot, right? Ah, there you go. So you're swimming, floating in the pool. One of your arms goes back, the other goes forward. So say your right arm goes back and your left arm goes forward. What happens? Well, you're gonna be turning to the right. If your right arm goes forward, but your left arm goes back, you're gonna be turning to the left. So those two movements, even though your right arm is doing an upward motion and your left arm is doing a downward motion, when those movements cancel each other out, it's turning you to the left. Very much like when the upper fiber and lower fiber chop cancel each other out and perform that beautiful upward rotation of the shoulder blade that you may have lost. So that's why I love also using that foam roller technique because it works on the serratus anterior and the force coupling of the upper fiber chops and the lower fiber chops. So just a real quick outline of what we discussed here is your shoulder impingement, your tendonitis of your supraspinatus or infraspinatus or teres minor muscle or the irritation of the subacromial bursa could be a result of poor or non-existent upward rotation of your shoulder blade. So to do that, we treat and help increase the mobility of the thoracic spine and the rib cage in the back by your shoulder blades. We release the tension or um, knots within the latissimus and the storsi muscle. And then we work on the serratus anterior and the forced coupling of the upper fiber trapezius and the infra, um, and the, um, sorry, and the lower fiber trapezius muscle to really encourage that upward rotation. Like always, guys, if you have any questions for me, please leave that in the comments below. I will also leave a link to my YouTube channel and that video that I was specifically speaking to as well in the link below. Take care, have a great day, and thanks for listening. And that's a wrap for this episode. 
Thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you found it to be educational and know someone who would benefit. This is Nichelle Thompson on Everything is About Your Health, the podcast.